Remo get on that mic. Yeah, yeah. Remo get on. Remo get an interview. Yo, that shit gonna shake the f the room. Yeah, hey, what's up? What's going on? You already know the how Everybody's like, oh sh. The f is yeah, this? Yeah, that energy. Yeah, what's up? What's going on? You already know when the ha go, my creatives. We are back. We are back. We are back. It's another edition of Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports, better known as Cuts. This is the Cuts. You heard episode 136, episode 135. Had the great conversation with my near and dear and dopeness homies in this industry, grind scenes and vague. I got another homie of mine in the building, big time music executive, did major things. Formerly, it was with Vibe Magazine. I don't, yo, I, you know what? The hell with it. I got the Andre Mullen in the building, son. What's up, bro? What's good, dog? Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm My good. God, I'm man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm sick good. and tired of seeing his face, though. He's, <laughs> he's out chilling. Shout out to SelectCon, United Masters, all that stuff. Oh, man. What's good, man? Man, everything's good, man. Just out no, here. No, 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 no. You're not getting on this mic. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. You're not nah, doing it. Nah, man. Listen, all right, thank you. Thank listen, you. Thank you, listen. sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Listen, Thank you, sir. I'm, I'm I'm working, man. That's, yes. that's what I got. I'm Beyond working. that, that's an understatement. <laughs> I'm you I'm are living the dream, sir. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> you are living I am. the dream. I am. I have to say that. I, I gotta say, man, my career is as you know, if you are on my Instagram, you've seen this man right here. This man was doing made asked <laughs> the most potentness of questions at SelectCon. Ended up getting 20 more followers. <laughs> like, yo, I need oh, you to man. manage me. He's like, bro, I, I don't really do management. Oh, my goodness. But, all right, but for you, why not management anymore? Despite the opportunities that you could do it, but why not management anymore? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, I friends. mean, long story short, um, um, I'm 34 years in the music industry, 22 Ooh. years in artist management. Yes, it's a minute. It's a minute. Uh, it's a minute. I seen some thang things. I got nothing on that. <laughs> I seen some things. Right. Um, and somewhere toward the end of 2021, uh, I really started having the onset of burnout. Mm. I didn't reach burnout yet. Right. But this was different from all the other times where you're just like, all right, let me just shrug it off and keep moving. Right. This just felt different. Um, I was doing a lot. I was doing a lot. You know, at the time, um, I was seven clients deep. Right. Um, had some had some deals on the table. Um, was really tr wanted to up my game um, as far as how I was representing my clients, and yeah, and I also I was working with BMG. It was just a lot. And I said, yeah, this don't feel good. Right. And what I did was I fired my clients. Wow. Um, I said, yo, I'm out. And um, I said, this is a wrap. And what ended up happening from there was I decided I was like, I'm going to go get a job. And Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, my wife didn't believe me. She was like, you know, she's been with me. Since the beginning of this music. Shout out stuff. to Jenny, right? Julie. Julie, sorry. Yeah. Julie, Julie. Oh my God, Julie, don't beat me up. Next <laughs> man, don't beat me up. You beat up Roger, don't beat me up. <laughs> so, you know, so it was, it was, you know, I said I was going to get a job. She didn't believe me. She was like, yeah, okay, you're, you're not going to get a job. And I was like, no, I'm going to get a job. And I spent 2022 applying. Um, I wanted to work in the music, I still wanted to work in the music industry. I just didn't want to work at a label. I wanted to do something music adjacent, so like tech, you know, had some things that was on the table with that. 
um, but nothing came through. I still was consulting. And it wasn't until maybe the end of 2022, toward the end of 2022, I got into a conversation with a, a good friend of mine, uh, an executive at Warner. And um, we were talking about his, he has a project he was working on for artist managers. And he started asking me all these questions and, you know, I'm talking to him and, and just, you know, giving him, giving him all the gems. Right, right. And after I got off the phone with him, I said, wow, what would I tell my younger artist manager self? Mm. Like, what would that, what would those conversations be like? What would I say? What would I tell myself not to do? What would I tell myself? Yeah, you need to go and run with that. And... That then took me down this rabbit hole, man, of thought about being a manager, being an artist manager, my ups, my downs, um, you know, how much I brought to the industry. Right. Um, you know, I actually did the math, um, and I'm roughly, it's about $6.78 million that I bought into the industry. Whoa. Uh, through, through deals, publishing, licensing, um, you name it, right. you know. And, you know, at the time when I did it, I was like, all right, you're a little cocky right now, bro. Like, relax, Dre. But I was like, I wanted to know. Like, I really, really wanted to know. And I had to, it took me two days to really kind of find this information. And um, I came to this point and to this resolve. I literally had the paradigm shift. I right. had it. And that was like, I want to really help artist managers because I know what it's like to not know. And I know what it's like to really be an artist manager and be out here flying by the seat of your pants trying to make this thing happen. Man, I know what it's like. Creators. You know, I know what it's like. And it's uh. not, there's a lot of days where you, you, you second guess yourself, triple, quadruple, <laughs> You know, guessing, you know, and, and trying to figure out if, man, should I really be doing this? Um, and do I love this that much? And and all and, and seeing and seeing other creatives and other artists doing doing what it is you want to do and saying, um, all right, I'm gonna do it like them. And then realizing like, wait a minute, hold up, I can't do it like them because I'm not them. It, it it's so much, and there's so much that plays with the mind and I think what really what really got me was that artist managers are at the core of these things with artists and a lot of the, I'm always talking about wanting to see artists win. Artists can't win if artist managers are not helping them to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I really just got to this point where I said, "You know what? Yo, this is what I want to do." Right. And you know, then I hit that that bump where you're like, well, I don't really know artist managers like that. The ones I know, you know, they're signed. They work with big artists. Right. I want to talk to artists that are just, you know, artist managers that are just starting out or at that place where they they're gaining some traction with their client. Mm -hmm. um, and even those artist managers that you know, have been in this a good while and still, but still feel like, yo, there's, there's some dots that I haven't connected. There's some things I really need to get in place. So, um, I said, all right, we want to do it. 
and the only way I knew how to reach out was through content. Right. So um, I buckled down, and I said, I'm going to put out a newsletter, and I'm going to share this stuff, and I'm going to share my paradigm shift. I'm going to share that. And the name of the newsletter is The Paradigm Shift, and I am the shift expert. There we go. There we go. I like y'all, I, I, my creators. I want us to understand, man. What he just like ex- told you right there is not only trial and er- error. It's not only trials and tribulations, but it's also perseverance. And that's the one thing with this podcast. No, I'm sorry, with this show. Excuse me. That we aim to, to like influence you or inspire you to understand that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely mm-hmm. with things in this in this culture. You know what I'm saying? Um, like the previous episode, I had I had to talk with Vague. And I was really persistent, and I'm really, you know, adamant about the way things is happening in this in this culture, and especially mm. in the industry. It's just mm. an abundance of people are coming into this industry, not only un, un uninformed, all right. You're also spewing out these horrible ill-advised narratives that yeah, are man. not needed and not even mm. warranted, for that matter. Mm. You know, what I mean? it, 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 it's one thing not needed. But it's not even when it's like unwarranted. It's like, yo, you're messing up the business. You're messing up the ecosystem of business. Well, you know, social media is everybody's platform. No, I be no, no, no. <laughs> I know that is the new, like, what's race word? I want to say that's the new, like, trendy word or trendy mm. or trendy blame. We mm. gotta look past it. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. And the thing is that if you're one that you have the influence and you're uh, exhibiting this behaviors, then. Stop yourself from exhibiting these behaviors. If you're one that you're going on platforms, you're speaking about, oh, well, this is how it should be done. You don't need a publicist. You don't need a manager. Yo, stop doing that shit. Fine. If you yourself, the figure, Mm -hmm. are the one that, okay, you ever would be successful without a publicist or a manager, okay, great. But don't be the one that leads the path yeah, yeah, and then want to go yeah. down this effing rabbit hole yeah, yeah, and want to go, oh, well, you don't need a public manager. Yo, you don't know that. Yeah. You don't know that for the next person. Yeah. That next person may not be as accurate or or um influential or dominant as you were right. in your success. Right. So at the end of the day, it's like, yo, stop doing that. And well, you know, see, here's the thing, right? The, the, the problem is, the problem is, and this is, again, the reason why I'm so really focus on talking to artist managers is my mission is to repair the breach between artists and artist managers. Right. Um, I feel that there's a lot of, there are a lot of platforms, a lot of opportunities, uh, a lot of capabilities for artists to kind of DIY everything. And yeah, okay, that's cool. But it's one, I stand on this. Artists cannot scale without an artist manager. Right. Let me keep it even more simple. You can't scale a business without a team. That's you a fact. You can't do that. That's a fact. You can't do that. That's a so, fact. So artists, so artists can think that, oh, yeah, you know, I'm out here. I'm, I'm, I'm streaming here. I'm streaming here. But you can't, you can't go past a certain point to where you are going to come to the realization that, wait a minute, I need another person here, and I need another person here. And you know what? At the very least, what has happened is artist managers now have been duped to think that they have to do everything for their artist client, and they don't. 
That's not the job description of an artist manager. The job description of an artist manager is to run point. Hey, you know what? We need somebody that we need somebody that's gonna that's going to manage our social media account. Your social media account, okay? If you're not gonna do it, we need to get a social media manager, okay? We need somebody that's gonna help create content. So if that means that we need a photographer, we need a graphic designer, and we need um, um, a videographer. Hey, look, if all of that can be in one person, great. If not, guess what? We gotta get somebody to do that. We need somebody to do PR. We got to get somebody to handle PR. Okay, guess what? I'll talk to my connects. I'll talk to my network. I'll dig in my network and see if, if I know somebody who's doing PR. At the very least, what is happening is you have artist managers out here who are sipping the Kool-Aid that artists give them and say, you're supposed to do everything for me. And they're like, all right, well, I guess I'm supposed to create your website, knowing that that's not what you do. And that's not, yeah, that's not your expertise. So it just it just goes to show that you have artist managers out here that don't know. They're allowing artists to tell them what the narrative, their narrative as the artist manager is gonna be. And that's why that that's why there is this friction between artist managers and artists. Artists, they don't wanna be coachable. Artist managers don't know the business. So guess what? No one is being is being productive for anyone else. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad you're touching on that because it's like, yo, it is the most frustrating thing when I see people post it or they say it. And it's like, um, you guys are misinterpreting the whole thing of this independence type of ordeal, right? Um, those that are successful and independent, they had teams. They had what is called, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for this. It starts with a P. A plan. Yep. They didn't jump off the fucking roof right. or jump off the waterfall cliff and splash and dive right. and everything was said. There was a plan in yep. place. Like I'm sorry. Like I I, I don't understand. Like listen, it's like yo, it, there was nobody in this industry. I'm sorry. This listen, listen. I get it. When you hear it from the said people or what they tell their story, yo, they had a plan. Just because it wasn't a marketing plan. Or it wasn't on, a, a, a structured, conventional plan. Come they on. had a effing plan. Yo, and see, that's the thing. Like, right? stop. So, now, there's there may be some artists that's listening to, to this pod, you know, to this show, maybe watching this show, and they are, well, I don't have a manager, but you do got a team, and guess what? Whether you like it or not, someone actually is running point. Somebody's running point as far as your team. Now, I'm not knocking that. Hey, look, whatever works for you, as long as you're able to create sustainability for yourself, that means you have a team. If that means you don't have a manager in name, but you have someone that is the person that, yo, who I bounce things off of. Yo, this is the person that runs point with with setting up um, interviews, setting up shows, uh, uh, who I talk about, who I talk to for a rollout. Hey, look, whatever works, works. However, the artists that are out here, you know, that are saying, it's funny, because you have artists that on one hand are saying they don't need managers. Then you have artists asking the age-old question, when do I need a manager? How do I, how do I go about finding a manager? And I tell artists, you don't. Stop looking. Because nine times out of ten, you're not in a position to effectively and adequately Support a manager. Managers don't run nonprofits. They don't. 
So they're not a nonprofit. So at the end of the day, an artist has to be able to financially support their manager. They have to be. If you're not, if you're in that place and you can't do that, then don't get a manager. Don't try to get a manager. Because you'll get one. You will. You'll get one. Right. And the manager you get will be the dude that'll be like, yo, you get a little bit of money and he takes it. And then you'll and then you those pissed. same artists are the artists that have the conversations with me. Oh, my manager took my money. Well, and I've said this, I've said this on several consultations before. Uh, did you pay your manager? Well, what do you mean? Did I pay him? Well, you know, he gets paid a commission. I get that, but did you pay him? Has he been paid? Or is he just out here pushing and representing you and he 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 as we as I've heard people say, oh, he eats what he kills. That's not how it works. Yo, That's not how you. it works, man. Yeah. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. You don't, listen, if you're listening and you're watching, if you don't want your manager to rob you, you better pay him. And have it in writing. Oh man, let's not Yo, uh, no, 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 let's not. Listen, no, we listen, are. Listen. We are. No, we are. I, it has to be done. Managers, managers <laughs> who do not have agreements are setting themselves up for complete utter, utter failure. failure. They, they are. Let me tell you. I had an artist that I was working with, and you know he he may hear this, and if he hears it, then oh, then old fucking old fucking love. It's the truth anyway. No, well, it's, charge it's, charge the bill to Remo Morat. Charge the bill to Remo Morat. It's the truth anyway, so I'm gonna share it. Charge the bill to Remo Morat. So, yo, listen, he was. He was um, in the process of being signed um, to a marketing uh, situation with the with the aggregator, and he didn't have a manager. His manager bounced on him, actually, right? And I was working with him in another capacity, and he said, "Listen, um, I'm trying to push this thing through, um, and I need a manager." And he said to me, "He said, um, you know." The 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 age old question that gets every manager in trouble, can you manage me, hmm. right? And I was like, yeah, man, man, I got you. Like I've been working with you so far, I got you. So he was like, well, you know, I I just want to set up like you know, let's do a trial period, um, which I must 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 say that I've at that point I had never done a trial period. Okay, right. So he's like, let's do a trial period, and you know, after that, then we'll revisit, you know, longer periods. So I was like, cool. So I get to work, and you know, I know how these things move. But at that point, I had done, worked with labels. I know exactly you, what's going on. What has to be, what has to be in place for yeah, vibe, yeah, man. my man. So, so <laughs> all the things that have to be in place, I know that. Right. Right. So I push those things through. I'm on the phone with them, with 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 the distributor, practically every day, a few hours a day, making sure the rollouts are in place, making sure invoices are paid. This and the third. Cool. Three months, it was a three-month trial period, right? Two and a half weeks in, I send a friendly email reminder. Hey, listen, we're closing in. Yo, you know what? Now me, being me, I had already put together my agreement. You know, I was ready. Right. So I was like, yo, I sent it to him. I said, look, you know, 
give you some time to look this over. Let me know if you have any questions, any concerns. We can make any adjustments that need to be made. Right. Crickets. Jesus Christ. Of course. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Three and a half months, right? Literally four weeks later, he's back in, yeah, man. We got to talk. I'm like, bro, uh, we should have been talked. He's like, yeah, man, I don't know if this is really going to work. I think I'm just going to handle this myself. And I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to handle this myself, right? So here it is. I did all of, worked with the worked with the, the aggregator, the distributor on rollout. Work with them. We're reaching out to DSPs. Work with them in setting up, in setting up um, um, how and where the album was gonna be promoted he- more heavily, and here we are. And so it was at that point that I kicked myself because that was the first time I ever worked without an agreement. Ever worked without an agreement. Mm-mm. And li- listen. I clocked my hours. I was working on average for three months, somewhere in the area of 45 to 60 hours a week. Jesus Christ. That's a, that's a full-time job that's with overtime. Yeah, word. So here it is. I've been in those places. I've been in those situations where I look at managers now, and managers look at me, do you have a, I'm like, do you have an agreement in place? Well, you know, we you know, we still working through that. Wait, how are you, you still, still working, working through, through that? that? Are you stupid? You out of your how fucking you still, mind. How are you still working <laughs> through that? There's nothing to work through. You know what the work through is? Hey, here's the agreement. All right, let's work on what's going on in it so we can come to a place where we are in agreement. Because at the very least, what really begins to happen is that Artist managers who don't work with the who don't work on agreements. Listen, I don't care what you've read, what you've heard, what or you've YouTube seen. Fucking I don't university. care. At the end of the day, the bottom line is this: you you are worth your work. Exactly. Your price is your price. Yeah, you're it is worth, what it is. You're worth it. So there's no way you got to. Well, you know, we just feeling it out. What do you mean feeling it out? Let me find out that you'd go and you'd work for a job. And say, well, you know, they told me we're just feeling it out. So I'm not going to get a check for a couple of months. Bullshit. This is what I'd say about the music industry, too, even with artists. The music industry is the only place where artists and managers will work for free until. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they'll just keep working. Just keep working. Just keep. Oh, it's for the love. Just keep working. Just keep. I want to know if you'll go and you will go to a, a job and they tell you, oh, you know what? We really like you. We want to hire you. Man, you're hired. Listen, we just don't know when we're going to pay you. Uh, we don't know what we're going to pay you. Um, and you might get paid in a few months. We're still working that out. No one in their right mind is taking that position. But in music, it's all about the love. So, uh, All right, so let me ask you this. Do you feel... The reason being of that is because perception over reality. And I say that because, let's say back in the days, right? Uh-huh. Back when you started, the mystery was high about, okay, what happens in the music industry? How does it happen? This is what happens. Ah, uh, 
this is how said person became a star or whatever. It was a mystery. Mm-hmm. But then now you come into recent times, uh, when I mean recent times, let's say last 15 years. Okay. Let's say 2008. Okay. Right? 2008, an influx of things change. Technology increases. Mystery de- decreases. Um, A&R's influence and artist development decreases. Mm-hmm. Your your average artist at the time aimed to do three minute songs. Now we're only doing <laughs> under two minutes because of TikTok mm-hmm. and social media, whatever have you, and content reasons. And also too, artists aim to make music, not make content. Do you feel after what I just said, do you feel that is the heavy influx of what you had displayed about the fact that, okay, there is this constant friction. There is this constant battle that's going on because, as I said, perception versus reality. Reality is a base, is a base word because, mm-hmm. you know, one's reality is different from anybody right, else's. Right, right, but right, right. as far as with this music industry, it's like, yo, we've lost so much of steps, per se, to understand what needs to be done. Would understand to keep the standard. You get what I'm saying? In that yeah. regard, do you feel that is the case of? Well, I will go on record, and I've said this. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Um, we need the gatekeepers back. Okay. In, in, um, what, in what capacity? In the capacity to say, hey, that's not good. Okay. Um. Technology, and I know a lot of people are like, oh man, you a hater. I'm not a hater. Trust me when I tell you, because I listen to music and 90% of it isn't good. And that's not because, oh, it's just not your. No, it's not good. Production quality, it's not good. Lyrics, um, vocal product, it's not, it's just not good. It's not about, oh, Dre don't like it, so he feels like, no, it's not good. And anybody that's listening, watching, you already know that there's a lot of music you don't listen to because it's not good. That's a fact. Has nothing to do. That's has nothing to do with. Oh, I just don't like her. Or I just I don't, don't like him. him. No, no, this sucks. Yeah, this right. really <laughs> sucks. Like this. Right. This is right. not good. Yo, how to how how is this actually even on a DSP? I do don't not I know. know. Right. I don't know. So. 90% of the music is that. Yo, Dre, that's kind of hard. No, it's the truth. But what has happened is technology and the internet have made, have, have eliminated the barrier to entry. Mm. So right now, I'm listen, here's a framework real quick because this is what I do. This is what I give. Right. Here's a framework on how you can be an artist in 72 hours. In the first five hours, take the time and write a song. The next hour, go scroll through Beat Stars. Shout out to Beat Stars. Shout out to no Beat disrespect. Stars. Right. Scroll through Beat Stars. Go buy yourself a couple of tracks. Right. Download Pro Tools, free version, or whichever. Fruity Loops, whatever. Right. Download a free version of it. Right. The next, go and buy yourself a good mic from Amazon. The most 
$300. Right. The most. Or road. Yeah. There you go. The most. Right? That's 24 hours. The next 24 hours, go and record those songs. Send them over to a platform called Lander and have a mix and master. While you're having that done, same time, open up an account, start an account on DistroKid. Mm -hmm. Right? Then go to Fiverr. Get somebody to create some graphic art for you. For you, the cover art. Right? Boom. You got a song, you got cover art, upload to DistroKid. I'm sorry, not 72 hours, within a week. Right. You're on all DSPs. You are now, my friend, an artist. And that's, you hadn't, you didn't have to talk to an A&R. You didn't have to talk to anybody at a label. You didn't have to talk to a DJ, a PR person, a marketer, a manager. No, you didn't have to talk to anybody. And you could literally be walking the streets of New York. Yo, my album's out. Yo, you need to get that. Oh, you're an artist? Yeah. So anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. Which is crazy. And even with the AI technology. Yes. Yo, and honestly, yo, listen, you don't even even got to go to Fiverr. Yo, open an account on MidJourney. Yep. Put the prompts in. You'd have a cover. So what has happened is now that there's no barrier to entry, right? And now that everybody and their grandmama, for real, for real, can be an artist, can for real, for real be an artist, guess what? We now are out here. And people are, that's why influencers are turning to music. Because they're like, you know what? I might as well. I got this. I got, I have all these people. I might as well get into music. Why why shouldn't I get into music? I have an audience already. Let me get into music. And so what we now have is, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. So what we now have is, we now have this, I don't even want to call it an influx because it's not even an influx. It is like this mass exodus into the music industry. Yo, this is, dudes are now literally, it was different when they were getting it out of the mud before. Right. I.e., like, I, just right off the top of my head, like, Jay and Dame, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, you know, even, even yay, you know, just getting it out of the mud, right? Now it's like, yo, I got my, I got Pro Tools, Yo, I'ma make, I'ma, I'ma do this in my bedroom and I'ma put it out. Yo, that's how Billie Eilish got started, bro. Her, her brother Phineas was, they were sitting in the bedroom and they were making music, and then, and then they heard them. Yo, these, this is how it's happening. And so, what now is, can we? Am I blaming it on technology? I'm not blaming it on technology. No. Yo, technology, technological advances need to happen. happen. You right. know what I'm saying? If not, we still will be rubbing sticks together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's what we'll be doing. However, what has happened in music is that not only has the technological advances have come, but guess what? Now, music because of that, and because now there's so many people in it. The value of music is diluted. It's not about, it's not so much about, I'm not taking any, any blame off of record labels, but they, they've had their hand in it, but also too, there's so many artists out here, right? That the mute, the amount, 
and the value is diluted. That's that's the problem right now. The, the is diluted, and when you have so many artists that, in every sense of the word, can do what this artist did, or sounds like this it. artist, yeah, with no kind of like challenging, like challenging effort to be different, which is like astronomically that's, that's where it insanity. is. It's insanity. It's insanity to point. And for me, as an entertainer overall, right, and and in me, I just became. A recording artist, but as far as like satirical, uh huh, uh-huh. you know, satirical, mm-hmm. you know, artist. But I don't claim myself as such, you know, because I know the respect to it. I mean, listen, you know listen, what I'm saying. You got you got comedians that do no, no, right. Do, you know, they do they do comedy albums. No, right, you know? right, right, so, but I, right. But what I'm but what I'm saying is, out of it, I know enough of of my inertia, or for that matter, I know off of off the rip. Of what I know and knowledge of, mm-hmm. all right, I know me doing this, coming into this, I don't want to uh, ruin or, or rather, how can I say it, put a bad wrinkle. No, and that's into good, things. bro. Right. Because you know what the thing is, is that nobody thinks like that. Right. They, nobody thinks like right. that. No it, one says. No one says, "Hey, I know I sing really well, but I'm not trying to do the artist thing." You know, I go on record, I say certain things. I say, one of the things I say, listen, you know, um, I would tell I would tell any artist right now, or any artist that's like, yeah, I really want to, listen, don't be an artist. Mm-hmm. In, what, in what capacity? Because, you got to break, break, break that because, down. Because here's the thing, right? There are, there is a need, honestly, for more professionals than there are, than there is artists. No, that's true. We don't need another person to get behind a mic. We don't need nobody, no one else to write a song. We don't need anybody else to um, produce rec. We don't need that. And I know I'm dampening everybody. Oh, Dre's just a Debbie Downer. Listen, nah, I ain't no Debbie Downer. The hell we with need, that? No, we, we need the spray. No, Let the Ruger <laughs> fucking spray. We need, Fuck it. We need professionals. We need yo. We need artist managers. We need them. We like I don't I cannot begin to tell you. Shit, we need ANRs. No. And see, and here's the thing, right? Like, man, listen. Somebody said today I was on t- um, yesterday on Twitter, and they were like, "Oh, you know, we need to bring artist development back um, at labels." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it was uh, Bow Wow." Yeah, Bow Wow I, I said. I said, I said, "Okay, yeah, listen. yeah, yeah." We're ten years, yeah, yeah. We're ten years later. That yeah, crap. Like, listen, we're a decade. We're fifteen years late. But here's the thing, man. <laughs> like, Real talk. Where the hell was that? Where the hell was people, that crap? Fifteen years later. People. Oh, uh, fifteen years ago. Excuse people me. People missed this though, right? The folks at labels are underworked, or overworked and underpaid. Oh yeah, by far. Right. And the reason why that is, is because there's so many artists out here. It's too, it's too it's many. Too it's many. too many. And so, you now, listen, man, I I interviewed for a position at a label that had a roster of 140 artists. Jesus Christ. And I was going to have a, I was going to, it was director yeah, of marketing that's, that's position. Like one, like and yo, and there was only, right. there was only five of us in the department, including me. For 140 artists. Yo, that, if you mathematically put it, that's like a quarter. That's like, No, that's more than a quarter. Listen. Of 365 me, days listen, in a year. Listen, that would, nest, that would technically mean 
that each of us would have to oversee close to 30 different marketing campaigns. Yeah, that's crazy. So, that's insane. So, and that's not including if there are any additional signings in the term and if any of those artists decide that they want to drop more music. So now you have everybody say, oh, we need to bring back A&R. It's not about the A&R. It's not that. Right. It's too many artists. Right. What we need to do is say, no. Right. You, no, no, no. Just you can't no. Do it. You, no, you're, you can't you're, do it. You're, you're, no, you're not good. You can't oh, do it. You're killing people's dreams. Yeah. You're not good. And it's and listen, we don't have the capacity to develop you right, right now. Right. So guess what? Get yourself together, get better, and then, hey, look, come and see us later. But it can't be that we're all these artists and artists out here looking for the viral hit. Oh, we're looking for the yo. I'm trying to get viral. I'm trying to be on TikTok. And, no, but that's because they're looking for it's content versus making and something if you look, quality. And if you really look, right, the only reason that labels are really jumping on those is because they believe and know, which I'm not mad at. Yo, oh, we can make money off this. They're, they're, all right, yo, it's like it's like playing. It's like being in a stock market. Right. <clears throat> if you see that your stock is performing and it's performing well, what do you do? You jump on it. You jump on it. And what you put money in it. All right, let me amplify that. Because right. I'm gonna make more money. If the stock is doing it, I'm gonna make more money. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with the music industry. Everybody's butt hurt because they feel that labels, and this is the problem that all of you folks have done, you've put so much energy and faith behind labels to the point where it's like, yo, now the label is buckling right. under the pressure. Right. And you're looking at the label. Yo, how come you can't lift us? Bro, uh, like, do you see how many of you there are? There's a four million of you that are do this. You know what I'm saying? And you want and and you want <laughs> more me than to, that. If you want you want us to devote these these resources. You want us to devote these resources. And yo, you know, we really don't have those resources. Or you know what? We have those resources, but you know what? Let's relax. Let's chill. You got to understand, you are, I was, telling, I was telling some producers this last week, you are, here's $1.5 million. Wow, wow. Yo, all right, cool. They gave us the advance. Um, but you're number 787 on the line, okay? And we're only up to 710. Right. So we need you to, so... Uh, what do you mean? Yo, we gave you 1.5. Yeah, but we need hold to that. hold that for a minute. Hold that. Hold that for a minute, though. Hold that. Don't spend it. Don't spend it. Hold, hold that. that. And then when we get to you. And then, of course, you know, $1.5 million, bro, is life-changing money for anybody. That's Yo, million, a million dollars is life-changing money, fam. Yeah. That's life-changing money. Fact. You know what I'm saying? So for these dudes that's just never seen a million dollars. Right. Yo, you... You are about to go to town. So when everybody like when people say, "Oh man, they out there spending money," bro, you've never seen a million, a million dollars in your life. life. Of course they are. Of course they are. How you how you gonna tell somebody don't spend yeah. it all in one place, bro? No. I don't even know when next time I'm getting this, and Learn. you want me to oh relax, and, calm and relax, down, invest. Mm. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It really isn't. <sighs> Yeah, and that is the that is what really is the problem with 
with the with the industry. But like I said, you know, the 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 beauty of it all is this, right? It's a great time to be an artist. It's the worst time to be an artist. Yeah, by far. You know what I'm saying? Because the over under. Right. Because artists, it's a great time because artists can really own their own narrative now. They can chart their own destiny. They don't need a label. You know, there's so many platforms and avenues and resources for them to really build up and be a business, a sustainable business. Business, Yeah. Right? The, the, The worst part of it is that. You gotta do the work, and oh, there God. are and Great. there and there are a lot and there are a lot of other artists out That's there. That's another seven hours, yeah. of recording. Drake. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of other, other artists out there. I don't believe there's any competition in the music industry. I don't believe that. Yes, I said it. There's no competition in the music industry. And what we'll break we gotta okay. we gotta, we gotta break Who, that down. Think about it. What artist? What artist is actually competing against Beyonce? Drake, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, yo, what artist is actually competing with another? What indie artist is actually competing with another indie artist? They're not competing. What you know what you, you know what you compete what what we have cu- customarily and typically repeat have 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 um um competed for it's been market share. Right. And market share is only determined by the labels. Right. It's not determined by by, the, by by independent artists. Right. There's no, yo, you have your fans, I have my fans. Cool. My fans my the amount of fans I have does not um 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 do do a disservice to you. Right. Because that is that's your fan base. Your fan base is gonna come to see you. Now, hey, look, some people in your fan base may like me, and people in my fan base may like you. Let's, let's create a yeah, concert. There you go. Let's sell. But there's no competition as in, oh, I'm trying to get market share for my artists. What? You sound dumb. This is 2023. Any artist manager that's even saying that sounds dumb. <laughs> yeah. You 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 like it, you're you're literally, hey, if this was if this was 1990, uh, I could see you saying something like that. Right, but it's 2023 not. talking about market share. Nobody talking about market share. The only thing we talk about market share is how many independent artists there are, as compared to signed to major labels. Yo, that's it. <sighs> All right, I'm saying. Man. I love no, I love it. Listen, I'm saying, but Dre, nonetheless, man, we gotta let everybody know where to follow you at. Hope my creators hope you took heed of this conversation. Let everybody know where to follow you at. Yo, man. man. Reach out um, to my creator. Look out right now. Let on on all social platforms, particularly LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, I am the T-H-E, Andre Mullen. Um, and you'll find in all of those platforms is a link to the Paradigm Shift, which is my Get newsletter, uh, where newsletter. I help artist managers manage smarter with frameworks that will help build their artist clients business and make you look like a genius doing it. So you definitely need to subscribe to the newsletter. Um, man, feel free. Email me. Hello at Andre Mullen dot me. Um, come check me out. You know what I'm saying? Drop me a line and, uh, you know, let's work, man. Let's, let's work. Let's, let's really get this work. Let's make this do what it, ha- what it needs to do. That's what's up, man. You already know what it is. My creators, you know what it is to follow me, follow me on all 
platforms at Remo Marac underscore. Also, yo, shout out to Digiwax. Man, uh, yo, yeah, Real yeah. Talk. See my articles on Digiwax as I contribute, as well as a correspondent with them. And definitely continue. Just go to the website, RemoMarac.com. Once again, this is episode 136 Oof. of Cuts. You know what the cuts stand for. Culture, urban, technology, and sports. I love it. Ah, you know when I do that, my creators? That's PTC. <laughs> ah, let's pound that chest. Come on, man. Hands over the eyes. It's the two-up, baby. Peace. We out of here. Peace. Remo get on that mic. Yeah, yeah. Remo get on. Remo get an interview. Yo, that shit gonna shake the f the room. Yeah, what's up? What's going on? You already know the hobby. Everybody's like, oh, what the f is yeah, this? Yeah, that energy. <laughs>